Liana, and this is the Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. I'm still drinking wine. I don't even know if you're still drinking I anything. I finished it. I took my I've last sip. got more wine, and I'm kind of like, do I have more? Don't do it. Don't do I it. I drank all the wine and almost mm. all the rum on Saturday, so... Yeah, you did. It was yum. You did. Those were funny pictures, or that was a funny picture of you sitting next to Reggie yeah. as he was sitting in a we, chair like a we human. We put the Pomeranian moon dog in Esme's wooden rocking chair up front just to be silly, <sighs> and he just really enjoyed it, and he was there for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a cool dude. He's a good guy. I love him. Reggie best boy. Mm-hmm. Update. Kitten that I found in the street last week uh kittens in the street if you've seen our inst- yeah if you've seen our instagram you will know um or if you are a patreon member you know i found a kitten in the street and i adopted him and the vet was like i don't know if he's gonna make it well he's made it and he is a pill and he's so cute he's running around our house like a crazy person and both of our cats are like i don't know about that thing <laughs> yeah he's thriving he is he is very round not round, really, but he's getting there. He's not skeletal, which makes me yeah. happy. He's cute. Oh, he's I was very scared. But his name is Turnip, and I love him. That's all, <laughs> that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's all you must Now have. our cats outnumber us. <laughs> that's fun. It's, it's worrisome. <laughs> so we have a new Patreon member. We wanted to say thank you to her, Gracie. Thank Hi, you Gracie. so much for joining us. Thank you for joining. Well, We've talked to you a little bit. Greatly appreciate it. You're so sweet. We're stoked that you are a part of our cult, not a cult, Night Guys Church on Patreon. <laughs> for some reason, <laughs> in my head, <laughs> I was thinking of our Fast and the Furious thing that we did with the husband. <laughs> and I was like, were you going to say Familia? Oh, my no. God. <laughs> <laughs> Familia. So um, we should have um people vote on what we should talk about with them for another episode mm. that could be fun yeah if you guys want to join our patreon we had a debate with our husband's um two hour long discussion it was it was not supposed to be that long <laughs> it flew but by it was harry me. potter versus fast and the furious because the eight it was the eight versus the eight I mean, including the little tertiary movies. Mm-hmm. Hands down, Harry Potter one. Yeah, obviously. But if you guys, uh, well, I guess we'll have to put up a poll or something in Patreon. Oh, we should have done that. Or if listeners have a suggestion, we'll we'll take we it. We should have done a poll for who won. But we know I who won. I don't think won. anybody. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Yeah, that would be fun. I like that. But thank you for joining. We're really happy to have you and hope to see you on our next Zoom meetup. And if not that, definitely our Halloween ball. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm so excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Shit, we really have to get our costumes going. <laughs> we oh. need to do that tomorrow. That's what we're doing tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow homework. Homework. Liana's getting out the notebook. Hold get on. Halloween down. ball costumes. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, in case Make Erica order contacts. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> no, potentially a hint. It's not a spoiler. Okay. It's not. Um, also, yeah, if you guys are thinking about joining um, now until Halloween, if you join Patreon, we have handpicked out like six 
maybe more things that um, we <laughs> are going to send off with love to all of our Patreon members, um, old and new. And I think you'll really enjoy everything we picked out because we did spend a lot of, we spent almost a bottle of wine separately, um, but together. Uh, picking out these gifts yes, for you guys each. and um <laughs> we may have gone a little overboard but whatever we're pleased with the results we really want all of these pieces that we bought. yeah they're fun we're just very excited I, yeah agreed um <laughs> but yeah so as a thank you for supporting our two lady weirdo show um this is um yeah our way of saying thank you during halloween season which is the best season and most wonderful time of the year mm-hmm that's all I have to say. And give you more carols for if you join Patreon, um, yeah, for Halloween, we're going to do a Zoom Halloween meetup ball spooky extravaganza where everyone should <laughs> be in costume. Mm-hmm. It won't be on Halloween proper in case you guys have plans. However, it will be around that time mm-hmm. and it will be spooky. I will take no excuses for no costumes. There better be whiskers mm, and a mm-hmm. black nose, like a little kitten, painting on your face if you can't think of anything. Mm-hmm. 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 That's all I'm saying. Something. Dump some blood Just on something. your face. something. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay? That counts. <laughs> Get some blood from somewhere, put it on your face. Yep. <laughs> I didn't say where from. Not sweet. Not living things. Well. No. If your neighbor's kind of a dick, whatever. <laughs> uh, we won't say no to that, but we're also not encouraging no. that. <laughs> They'll never trace it back to us. We've got it covered. <laughs> Allegedly, if your neighbor is an alleged dick. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Literally? Oh my goodness. Oh. That's disgusting. Uh, okay, do we need to cover anything else? Uh, absolutely we do. We received an amazing yes, gift today. Yes, Nicole. Patreon friend. Wonderful person. Extraordinaire. Nicole. Thank you so much for all the lovely things you sent us. She sent us legit Canadian maple syrup from her hometown. Um, well, where she grew up at least, hometown. And then some sweet bumper stickers that says Canada. It's oh my god, I'm so excited. A. And even a little toy for <laughs> my little one, Esme. Shot glasses that we're totally going to use. Um, mm-hmm. And they're frosted and fancy. Yes, oops, fancy. Cute pins, but the best thing of all is these really cool um, Church of Night Geist hand-painted Mothman oh, moon the included paintings. Like, paintings that she did. They're awesome. I really, really like them. I'm so excited to get mine. I need to come up there and visit and take my presents away from you so that you can't have them. Oh, Nicole, thank you so much. And your letter was so sweet. I was like getting teary. Erica was getting goosebumpy. We love you. I hope you know that. You're an amazing human being. And we're so thankful to have gotten to know you through Patreon. You're the best. Mm -hmm. everything i don't know um, yep news nahas me or you first mm, i'll go because okay. if my news sucks then everybody can wipe their brain with my with sucky news. news great mm-hmm. <laughs> great great news 
so this I found on Coast to Coast. Okay, okay. But it linked me to the Daily Star. Mm. So hopefully it's not the most too accurate of news. Is. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm looking at the uh, tabloids, the but that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. So it says, new blood, computer brains, and frozen heads. How billionaires will, quote, live forever. Mm. Mm. We need to make more money. More more money. (laughs) More money. Over the past year, the gap between the super rich and the rest of us has grown wider than ever before. (laughs) Thanks, jerk news. Uh, But the difference between ordinary people and billionaires might be more than just money. Some high net worth individuals have been looking into extending their lives far beyond the 70 or 80 years most of us might hope for. Peter Thiel, for example, the billionaire and co-founder of PayPal, has invested in a number of medical research startups looking at extending life expectancy through his Breakout Labs fund. One of the company's longevity-obsessive Thiel has bankrolled is Ambrosia, whatever that is. Mm. Ambrosia is one of the three outfits looking at experimental, quote, vampire blood transfusions that put the blood of young people into the lens of oldies. (laughs) I can finally be a vampire. I can finally be a vampire. A vampire. (laughs) You can. According to commercial finance experts, ABC Finance. That does not Mm, sound legitimate. (laughs) They remember their address, 123 Street. (laughs) (laughs) 123 Sesame Street. (laughs) Americaville. (laughs) Care of Elmo. The cost of the trials currently ranges from 6,000 pounds to about 215,000 pounds. The technique has worked well in mice. Just practice on humans. Agreed. If it doesn't work there, then oh well. We're available. <laughs> uh, although as yet there are no positive results from human trials. So mice can live longer. Hooray, mice. Yay. Good job. You guys can live forever. More mice. Uh, the FDA has issued a statement warning that the process, quote, has no proven clinical benefits and could be potentially harmful. And they're charging that <laughs> amount? Anywho? Yes. Hell, if I... warm blood can't make you immortal, what about freezing it instead? The idea of chilling a body to postpone death until a future society has the technology oh, to repair okay. any injury or illness. They do that. Like Austin Powers. Yes. <laughs> Evacuation, come. 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 <laughs> Evacuation, come. Uh, Austin Powers is the best. <laughs> so for years, the story circulated that Walt Disney had been frozen shortly before his death from lung cancer in December 1966. Obviously, there's no evidence that there's any truth in the rumor, but the research into cryonics has been progressing since the 60s. That's probably where it started because they started in the 60s and he had died then. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. maybe he did it. They've since or... proven that he he's not. I think it's family stepped forward or something. I don't know. I read the article like a thousand years ago because I'm a vampire. Oh. <laughs> you tried this blood transfusion thing? <laughs> I did. It worked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you look so good. Thank you. So youthful. Oh. <laughs> So the first living subject was frozen in 1967. No one has yet been revived after cryonic freezing, but several people have been frozen or had their heads removed and frozen over I the know, years. right? Just noggins. That seems weird. Uh, Clean up the whole body. me think of Idiocracy and Futurama at the same time. <laughs> Thiel, his PayPal colleague Luke Nosek, and U.S. talk show host Larry King are all known to have signed up for freezing at the point of death. 
Larry King. Cool. Uh, so based on figures from the Alcor Life Extension Foundation, that's so weird. I'm going to look into that. Uh, one of the leading cryonics providers, it would set you back 152,000 pounds to have your entire body frozen and preserved, or a more affordable 61,000 pounds if you just wanted to have your head put on ice <laughs> to have, like, I guess your brain just yeah. transferred into something. Hook that head up to a robo body. <gasps> Get this. There's also the option to take a beloved companion with you into the future. One cryonics provider also offers a range for your pets. 4,000 pounds for cats or dogs, or even 760 pounds for a pet bird. Oh, I love it. I want... I would bring honey with me everywhere. Same. I would... All the babies. All the time. I know. Uh, but if cryonics and vampire transfusions are limited by the capabilities of the human body, why not get rid of the human body altogether? This is the one that freaks me out. I know. This makes me think of, uh, what's that Black Mirror? Which one is it? Unipero Sarah? Mm-hmm. That one. Oh, you that you're, is that, wait, hold on. Which one's that? Is that the one where it's like, um. It's like 80s, 80s and they're, they're like young and they're in like this weird bar scene. Yeah, and, and they're like in a little, they find out that. Like vacation town. Like a little universe. And then they have their pretty yep. beach house. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm that down one makes me happy, there. sad. I like that place. I'll yeah, stay. I'm down with that. I wouldn't want to do the same thing every day, though. I need a bigger area to run around. I think, yeah, you'd probably start to go nuts. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm. what if... <laughs> Uh-oh. This is how the dream boat comes in? <laughs> what if... <laughs> a little bit just off the offshore is anchored <laughs> the answer's dream boat. And we are aboard it <laughs> with all of our dreamies. <laughs> wouldn't even need to land ho you know what i'm saying <laughs> this idea holds water Ooh. it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> so oh, the God. idea of recording a human personality into a computer and somehow turning that recording into a sentient living being has been the stuff of science fiction for decades but it is edging closer to a science fact Elon Musk's Neuralink device promises to monitor and... Re- I don't trust that guy. I just do not trust him. Mm-hmm. He is from Mars. Um, he promises to monitor and record the entire output of a human brain. Two companies, Nectome and the Terrasem Movement Foundation, are working on turning these recordings into fully functional personalities. This is how Skynet starts. Uh, it's early days, though. The process des- is described as 100% fatal. <laughs> we are a long way of turning ourselves into living computers. Wait, hold on. 100% But they said fatal. it's edging closer. I'm confused. The tech is there, but it kills us? Is that what they're saying? But, yeah. Uh, Do you ever see that movie with Johnny Depp, Transcendence? Is that what it's called? Yes, I did. It gave me anxiety. I, I did not. It was, I, I was very frustrated with their decision to do that with his brain. No, like, <laughs> the whole time I was like, I should not be watching this. This is too much for you, girl. <laughs> I'm going to throw away all technology. I don't like Become this a Luddite all. forever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even though it's 100% fatal, still, Sam Altman, the dot-com billionaire who partnered with Musk to found artificial intelligence research company OpenAI, is reportedly one of the 25 people who have paid uh, net 
comb or 7,600 uh, pound deposit to have their thoughts uploaded into a mainframe. Oh. So all of these advances in biotechnology and robotics will remain expensive for a long time to come. So only the super rich can afford them. However, uh, 7,600 pounds is not, not bad. that much money. It's not bad if you're like, I'm really scared of having my brain die forever. I mean, my brain's useless. So it, <laughs> you're like, guys, if it dies, this it dies. upload will take just a one hot sec. <laughs> <laughs> just Got all the thoughts. Take it a, a breath in and a breath out, and it's there. <laughs> but American futurologist Paul Sappho predicts that the multi-billionaire class could evolve into a separate species entirely. I sometimes wonder if the very rich can live on average 20 years longer than the poor. That's 20 more years of earning and saving. Think about wealth and power and the advantages that you could pass on to your children. I mean, they're talking about it being, like, impossibly expensive, but if you were really serious about it, you could save money to freeze your shit or to... I don't like the blood thing, because I don't think that's very effective. I mean, if if they're like, it's not effective, I believe that the uploading of the brain thoughts Mm -hmm. are probably where it's at. Mm -hmm. I don't think our... Our bodies aren't meant to last that long. Mm -mm. Everything breaks Mm -hmm. down. Yeah. You gotta rewrite your DNA. Get rid of that. That little DNA that junk guy DNA? that's like, mm, I'm tired. <laughs> Get rid of that guy. Yeah. Why? Where's Where are the scientists on that? Yeah, just cut that guy out. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Come on, science. Do your thing. Uh, well, my news is full-blown different than that. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's kind of, mine was sci-fi. It's good, it's good. Mine is wacky research linking bold eyebrows to narcissism <laughs> awarded <a> Nobel Prize. <laughs> There's really nothing more to say. I can, but what more do you need to know? People with dark, thick eyebrows. You guys are vain. <laughs> I've got pale-ass eyebrows that I have to pencil in. Otherwise, I look like I have no expression. They're like, does she even have emotion? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> the team of psychologists wanted to get to the bottom of previous research that found you can tell a narcissist just by looking at their thighs. Their study narrowed it down to the eyebrows. <laughs> Thick, dark, and dense. Oh, my goodness. One's wearing dead giveaway. Grandiose narcissist. <laughs> Someone who is vain, entitled, and superior, and takes the survey option. Wow. And say, I have a natural That's talent some for shots. influencing people. I am a born leader, and I like to show off my body. The researchers confirmed their surprise Damn. findings through research on hundreds of people. The results were published, um, and it was a pretty data-driven study, they said. Um, yeah. People with nice eyebrows Damn. that are thick and dark and juicy. Might be a little bit more towards the narcissist side of the spectrum. Hmm. Now I'm literally going to stare at everyone's faces and be like, mm-hmm. what your eyebrows mm-hmm. look like. Mm-hmm. That's going to make me judge people on their eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Too bad I destroyed mine in the 90s. No one will know what mine <laughs> looks like. No one. They probably are. But no Dude, one that's why mine are so... I fucked mine up. I overplucked big time. Samesies. And now they grow back in like weird sporadic yep, clumps. Weird so like, great. Yeah. It's like here's a little guy. Here's another uh, one. Damn it, 90s. So rude. Hard. Hard on brows. 
90s girl it's brow. Like, how thin can you make your eyebrow? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. Like, probably line up like seven hairs in a row, I guess. <laughs> Yay. And I already have like really light, thin hair. So that's not a good look for me. Great. Uh, good times. Oh, well. Good times. I don't even know how we can start talking about this subject. <laughs> It's good though. It's good. No, it is. It's I good. really do like this subject. I mean, I I, I like talk. it. I, it's crazy. It's super crazy. That's good. So today, mm-hmm. we are talking about mm-hmm. spontaneous mm-hmm. human mm-hmm. combustion. Ooh. <laughs> Which is freaky. Mm-hmm. I feel like I won't combust but could i sometimes i get really pissed off and i'm like <laughs> exactly. am i gonna combust i'm feeling very warm and very irritated <sighs> i have to say it's just really funny because you're constantly talking about how you are going to combust I yourself feel, i mean emotionally very combustible <laughs> i'm too tired i can't mm. deal with emotions especially when talking about aliens yeah, and that i don't like those sorry guys. please you want to start this off with what spontaneous combustion is, according to ScienceDirect.com. They must know, right? Oh. Science. Mm-hmm. That's what that I think. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> spontaneous combustion is a phenomenon which a hydrocarbon or a chemical substance unexpectedly bursts into flame without apparent cause. <laughs> In ordinary combustion, the hydrocarbon is deliberately heated to its ignition point to make it burn. During this process, many hydrocarbons undergo slow oxidation that, like the rapid oxidation of burning, releases heat. If the heat so released cannot escape, the temperature of the hydrocarbon rises until ignition takes place. Spontaneous combustion often occurs in piles of hydrocarbons soaked like oily rags and can constitute a serious fire hazard. Mm-hmm. Um, fires started by spontaneous combustion are caused by the following mechanisms. Spontaneous heating, pyroferosity, and hypergolic <laughs> reactions. Shit be Ooh, lighting up. Science. <laughs> um, so this is apparently like happening within peeps and i don't appreciate it i don't want the blue flame of death on my body on your bod i don't like on your hot bod no i do not and like it's very scary i don't it's very strange this is one of those things like you're you get told about when you're little and you're like no that's not true and then you end up looking it up and you're like Wait, really? There's newspaper photos of people's feet and their body is burned and just the shoes are left? Uh Uh-uh. And the crazy thing is, we won't name names, but we know somebody who's related to one of the most famous cases. Yeah. Mwah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Mwah. Oh, my goodness. Um, Yeah, so that's just teeniest, tiniest bit of, like, some of the science behind it because like i've heard that with like oily rags you can't leave them out like it they will burst into flames oh hell no because i was i was in a painting class at the jc and we did a section on oil painting and holy crap when we had to clean up they were like 
okay, you got to separate those nasty oil rags and you cannot put them in sun. You cannot put them in heat. They got to stay in cold. And there were a lot of really regimented rules about keeping safe Mm. because that shit very easily could spark and catch on fire. Very scary. Mm -hmm. And it burns hot. Creeper town. Okay. So that's that. Do you want me to share what I have? Yes. This guy on Reddit actually compiled all of the information that I wanted to share in a very quick little succinct spot. So I'm going to read from his little thing. Oh my goodness. Part of it's from Wikipedia. <laughs> part of it's his own like figuring out stuff because he's an awesome nerd like that. And it's posted by a man for all saisons. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> This is a quote from Wikipedia. Spontaneous human combustion, or SHC, is a term encompassing reported cases of the combustion of a living or very recently deceased human body without an apparent external source of ignition. In addition to reported cases, examples of the phenomenon appear in literature, and both types have been observed to share common characteristics regarding circumstances and the remains of the victim. Forensics invitations or investigations have attempted to analyze reported instances of SHC and have resulted in hypotheses regarding potential causes and mechanisms, including victim behavior and habits, alcohol consumption, and the proximity to potential sources of ignition, so peeps be sitting next to fireplaces Mm -hmm, while drinking, mm -hmm. um, including victim behavior and habit, or as well as behavior of uh, fires that consume melted fats. Natural explanations, as well as unverified natural phenomena, have been proposed to explain reports of SHC, uh, but the current scientific consensus is that most, and perhaps all, cases of Uh, spontaneous human combustion involve overlooked external sources of ignition. Leaving aside supernatural explanations, the primary theory has been, quote, the wick effect. The wick effect hypothesis suggests that a small external flame source, such as a burning cigarette, uh, charged the clothing of the victim at a location, splitting the skin and releasing subcutaneous fat, which is in turn absorbed into the burned clothing acting as a wick. This combustion can continue for as long as the fuel is available. Mm. This hypothesis has been successfully tested with animal tissue. I'm not going to name the type of animal. And is consistent with the evidence recovered from cases of human combustion. Fucking gross. Some people somehow, they like get turned into a human candle. Yep. Oh. So like the the cigarette gnarly. the cigarette lands on your skin, it splits your skin, your skin happens to, like let's say it goes through like your shirt right. and it burns your skin and then because you have quote excess fat whatever that means um shit that could be any part Anything. of anybody's body like if it hit the back of my arm I would explode. <laughs> Basically, it's not even a human candle. People are turning into human silent hills. Mm-hmm. Where the town is burning underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But burning inside. Yep. Mm. Forever. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> There's like the siren going off if it happens to me. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> Get stuck, dude. That, that, went, that went to a horrible place. I, I want to watch that, that movie, movie now. Much. Oh, dude, that scene at the end in the church, that scene is really wicked. 
It is. I just, I don't like when that cop dies. Very That's wrong. really the most upsetting. Her hair is too it amazing. Is too she fire. was too cool. I was very upset. Did you say too fire? Too fire. That's, that is should combust, and it didn't. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> it was gorgeous. <laughs> the worst thing ever. <laughs> it seems appropriate for this episode. It's horrible. I know. I would shame Bell you if I could. No, you I don't have it you open. Can't do it. Damn it. Oh, shame on you. <laughs> So this guy says he recently encountered an article that he thinks holds the potential to shed light on the phenomenon a little further. Specifically, London Fire Brigade's last year, which was two years ago, uh, so three years ago, released a warning about the use of moisturizing creams slash ointments containing the liquid paraffin or liquid paraffin or petroleum jelly. They warned that over time, these treatments soak into bedding and cannot be reliably washed out even at high temperatures. And then over time, the bedding becomes impregnated with the oils that it becomes a candle wick itself. And this has actually been, this was cited as the cause of death in the cases of 15 people in the London area who burned to death due to an external source of ignition. So it's not necessarily classified as spontaneous human combustion, but... It appears that it could potentially be a contributing factor that gets the fire going hot enough in some cases to cause the body fats to melt, which would fuel the wick effect. Hmm. So spontaneous human combustion is strongly correlated with the victims being elderly, asleep, and or drunk, with clothing and bedding being implicated, which would closely match the warnings from the London Fire Brigade, uh, specifically in regard to carriers using such products on their elderly patients. So... I thought that was kind of interesting (laughs) because I didn't even consider that kind of stuff. Now it makes me really afraid of like, I mean, I don't really use that kind of stuff anyway at night. Yeah, but but that kind of freaks me out. (laughs) Oh, Hmm. I mean, this person says laundry can after or during tumble drying self ignite. If laundry contains grease that was not washed out by the washing process, temperatures can increase to the point of ignition. Holy crap. I'm going to make sure Sean's clothes never get washed again because he works on his car and he's constantly covered in all kinds I of scary. Ne- Sometimes I leave when the dryer's still going. Yeah. I don't know. It says it's know. even possible after emptying the dryer, especially if the hot laundry is immediately stacked up in a dense pile. The core Good temperature Lord. can then continue to rise up for up to 12 hours by a reaction of the finely distributed oil and grease particles in the laundry with oxygen. <laughs> Someone was like, great, something else I can be afraid of. Laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate response. Holy shit. 12 hours? 12 hours. That's I mean, you gotta insane. have some greasy clothes, but... <laughs> yeah. Cut. I'm so... I'm feeling like my hair can combust. It gets greasy sometimes. I know. Do we never dye our hair again? Oh, well, whatever. It needs I was it, just though. thinking it's of so all dry. the chemicals. Um, I was thinking of all the chemicals we put in our hair. Man. Mm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's worth it's it. Worth Beauty it. is pain. Yep, yep. And fire. Mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so I thought that was interesting, but that's the, that's kind of like the wick effect. That uh, The John Wick effect? Yes. Everyone becomes Keanu and really, really is sexy. <laughs> I love it. And badass at the same time. Oh, my God. Wake effect. Wake. <laughs> I'm here for it. Good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. Okay, I'm back. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> okay. So, I want to talk about peeps who have had this happen to them. Wait, one final thing. I just realized <gasps> yes, something. Tell me more. One of the things that uh, naysayers that are like, this isn't real. 
um, that they're saying is like, oh, well, it could have been caused by an electrical spark. Well, I have a complaint about that because a lot of these cases happened in like the 1700s and 1800s and electricity didn't come into houses until 1882. And then it wasn't in like, and this was in New York and it wasn't even all of the houses. This was just like a few of the houses and only in 1925 did half of all of the homes in the United States. So all of these old cases where they're like, oh, we're not really sure, maybe an electrical spark or something like that. It's not electricity. Nope. Nope. I think it was just people getting abducted by aliens and they were really upset about it, like Erica. So they just combusted. (laughs) Sorry, please continue. Okay. Tell me about some cases. Some cases. This article is fun. I really like it. Um, A woman with severe burns is fighting for her life in Germany. This is from 2015. That's horrible. After she reportedly (laughs) burst into flames, an apparent case of the much debated phenomenon... SHC, that's what the cool kids call it. Eyewitnesses Mm -hmm. describe how the woman, believed to be in her 40s, silently sat on a park bench as her body was engulfed with fire (gasps) in the northern town of Flensburg. Flensburg? Weird name. That's my takeaway. The woman, who was originally (laughs) from Mauritius, was rushed to... It's it's Mauritius. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I've never been there. I have no clue. (laughs) <laughs> was rushed to hospital after passerby stopped the fire by beating away the flames with his jacket. Aww. God, that person was there. State prosecutors said they are investigating the incident, which they believe could be a suicide attempt. That sucks. Like, if this Aww. is what it, like, if it is spontaneous human combustion like that. Whatever, guys. Ugh, look at the evidence before you start tagging her with shit that Seriously. you think could have happened. The eyewitness accounts of the tragic incident have relaunched the debate surrounding spontaneous human combustions. Uh, The apparent occurrence has never been proven, but has been linked to around 200 incidents. That's a lot. Jesus, that's too many. Um, SHC is used to describe instances like we've been talking about where people just burst into flames with nothing that is lighting them up. It is argued that it can be caused by an individual's behavior. Like we were saying, you know, this is such a weird one, too. Like, alcohol consumption. So they're saying, like, because there's a lot of alcohol in their body, like, they're more flammable. I think they proved that that's incorrect. Because there's only, not all alcohol is flammable. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. I don't know. Like, wine is not yeah, flammable. So Beer is not flammable. Um, if that were true. Um, some Drink people think it could just be things that are going on internally or even acts of God or my favorite, sorcery. I like that one. Um, Me too. Gruesome photos uh, show SHC often feature a large pile of gray ash with a pair of legs usually just left. Blech. So picture a body in a nice comfy chair and ash where you would be sitting and all that's left Hate is it. like shins and Hate feet. It. Barf. Really morbid. Um, accounts often feature tales of blue flames emerging from victims. <sighs> so. I have an interesting theory on that. Ooh. But I will hold on to it. Okay. So we have six cases, allegedly. I think they're real. Um, where mm-hmm. people are confused and confounded by what the hell is going on. So, one of them, the drunk knight. The theory of SHC was first put forward in 1641 by Danish doctor oh. and mathematician Thomas Bartholin in his 
Historium Anatomicarum Rorum Rorarium. <laughs> I don't know. A tome which catalogs strange medical phenomena. <laughs> do, 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 do. It describes <laughs> the death of an Italian knight called Paulinus Vorstius. Great. Ooh. So dreamy. dreamy. According <laughs> to this dude, Bartholin, Bartholin, the knight had enjoyed a few glasses of strong vino, like that, mm. with his parents at his home in Milan, where he burped fire, succumbed to the flames, and died. Oh, my God. That's insane. What is this wine that is that <laughs> strong? 1641, guys. That's crazy. Um, the first official case time. in Ireland is the most recent death link to SHC, and it was Michael Faherty, 76, who died at his home in Galway, Ireland in December 2010. So this is recent. Wow. Um, Dr. Sirian McLaughlin, the coroner tasked with explaining Mr. Farty's, Farty's, that's what I want to say, <laughs> but I won't, but it should be, sudden death at his home in Valley Vane, made the shock decision of putting it down to SHC. He was found with severe burns lying on his back with his head near an open fireplace. Despite the blaze, the sitting room was untouched apart from burns on the ceiling, which were above him and on the floor beneath him. Forensic experts who investigated the scene concluded the fireplace was not linked to his death. Um, And the doctor said this fits into the category of spontaneous human combustion for which there is no adequate explanation. So that's like this is gonna wow. be like a common theme, like how we I think we already mentioned it briefly, but like pretty much just the person's body is the only thing that is burnt. Yeah. There should be no external reason for their body catching on like, fire. That's why, you know, the chairs are left that they're sitting in. Like nothing uh-huh. else burns. It's just their body. It's very strange. Especially back in the day when nothing was uh, fire fireproof. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's no fire retardant anything. It's true. It makes it, no. it's very freaky town. I don't know. Spoopy. It's very spoopy. You want to read the next one? The woman who roared like a dragon. This one's very upsetting for me. I don't like this don't already. Like uh, the previous suspected case of SHC came almost three years before Mr. Faherty's death when a blue flame apparently emanated from Jeannie Safin, 61, and she sat with her family. Her brother-in-law, Don Carroll, said the flame shot from Mrs. Safin's stomach. Yeah. Ugh, as she sat at her creepy. kitchen table <laughs> in Edmonton, North London. She was roaring like a dragon. The kitchen wasn't damaged, but her cardigan melted. The inquest never sorted it out, but I know what I saw. Oh. Out of her stomach. What does that even mean? She's just sitting what there. She, what did she eat? That's like all the gases in her stomach just like erupted. Can, can I give you my theory? Yeah. <sighs> I think that these people must have sold their souls. And this is Satan coming back. And he's like. Collecting. He's collecting. Because I read, didn't we read somewhere, was I reading with you, where they just, where the artist's depictions of hell are wrong, and it's actually supposed to be, like, blue? Oh, really? Didn't I read, didn't I read that? I swear, I swear I read that. Supposed to be very different than as described. So now I'm like, that's Satan. Maybe. (laughs) That's Satan. Why not? I don't know. There's no, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense because nothing around them is burning. And those those people survived and they were fine. I don't understand. Like if a 
Christmas tree catches on fire, it doesn't just burn. The whole house goes down. Like, if yep. a pot on a stove gets left on, like, the whole house catches on fire. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between these people and other things that ignite at homes? I don't get it. That's the weirdest part. I don't get it either. I don't like it. The next case was Dr. John Irving Bentley. And his death was among the cases of SHC, which captured the imagination of newspaper editors and readers alike in the 1960s with an image purporting to show his charred remains, now a symbol for the theory. The lower leg and slippered foot of the 92-year-old retired physician were discovered next to the toilet in his Pennsylvania home, surrounded by a pile of ash beneath a walking frame. Like, what Uh. the hell? Uh, Can you even imagine? It would be hard enough to walk in on somebody who has passed away. But to walk in on that, you wouldn't even be able to process. You wouldn't even think that's a person necessarily. You would think, Uh -uh. like, what did someone spill? Or do you know what I mean? That Uh is so weird. How do you process that? It doesn't even make sense. I don't don't think you do process that. I don't understand any of this. Okay. Mm-mm. The curious incident of the woman in the ballroom and a highly dramatic tale which mirrors claims of blue flames and SHC, but diverts from the recurring theme of victims dying in their living rooms. Mabel Andrews was reportedly taken over by a flame in 1938. Her fiance and fellow partygoers were reportedly shocked when the flame erupted from her as she stood at the top of a staircase. Like, I understand that they say that some of these things were caused by someone smoking a cigarette and it landing on their skin and catching them on fire, but I don't see how blue flames are constantly appearing in this situation. (gasps) So, following Mr. Faherty's death, research biologist Professor Brian J. Ford set out to disprove the prime theory that SHC is caused by the so-called wick effect. Hey, we know what that is. Mm-hmm. To test the theory, Mr. Ford, why this? I marinated abdominal tissue from animals in acetone, a highly flammable substance, um, which the body produces in reaction to alcoholism, fat-free dieting, and diabetes, and set it alight. He told the Cambridge News at the time this was used to make a scale model of humans, which we clothed and set alight. They burned to ash within half an hour. Okay, hold on. That's- Acetone is so flammable, and alcohol that people are drinking is not even close to the same level no. of toxicity. I don't really know what the word I'm looking for, but acetone is toxic. That's, like It I is not on the fair. same level as... No, that seems a little odd. Yeah. However, so this guy thinks that that's what it is. He's like a eureka moment. However, Mike Green, a retired professor of pathology, said he's inclined to side with the practical mundane explanation for cases suspected to be SHC. He said there is a source of ignition somewhere, but because the body is so badly destroyed, the source cannot be found. So he's basically saying we still don't know what it is yeah. and that that other guy, uh, Mr. Ford, marinated animal tissue for no reason at all. Thanks, yeah. Mr. Ford. Yeah, science. Okay. Okay, so one more that we wanted to discuss, at least as far as 
humans combusting <laughs> is mm-hmm. a very famous case of Mary Reeser. Um, on July 2nd, 1951, at about 8 a.m., Reeser's landlady, Pansy Carpenter, arrived at Reeser's door with a telegram. Trying the Ooh. door, she found the metal doorknob to be uncomfortably warm to the touch and called the police. Interesting. Creepy. Reeser's remains, which were largely ashes, were found among the remains of a chair and when she had been sitting. Only part of her left foot, which was wearing a slipper, and her backbone remained, along with her skull. Plastic household objects at a distance from her seat of the fire were softened and had lost their shapes. Reeser's skull had survived and was found among the ashes, but shrunken, sometimes with the added descriptive flourish of to the size of a teacup. Wow, that small? Ew. Yikes. The extent of the... How does that even happen? I don't know. (laughs) The extent of the shrinkage, oh my goodness, was enough to be remarked on by official investigators and was not an illusion caused by the removal of all facial features, like ears, nose, whatever. The shrinking of the skull is not a regular feature of alleged cases of SHC, although the the shrunken skull claim has become a regular feature of anecdotal accounts of other SHC cases and numerous, um, I can't, the word's not popping up, and other stories, doesn't matter. However, this is not the only case in which remains featured a shrunken skull. Dude, I can't believe this. This is really weird. That's so creepy. On July 7, 1951, St. Petersburg Police Chief J.R. Reichert sent a box of evidence from the scene to FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. He included glass fragments found in the ashes, six small objects thought to be teeth, a section of the carpet, and the surviving shoe. Even though the body was almost totally cremated, requiring very high temperatures, the room where it occurred had very little evidence of fire. Oh, man. He also included a note saying, quote, we request any information or theories that could explain how a human body could be so destroyed and the fire confined to such a small area and so little damage done to the structure of the building and the furniture in the room, not even being scorched or damaged by smoke. The FBI eventually declared that Reeser had been incinerated by the wick effect. As she was a known user of sleeping pills, they hypothesized that she had fallen unconscious while smoking and set fire to her night clothes. Once the body starts to burn, the FBI wrote in its report, there is enough fat and other inflammable substances to permit varying amounts of destruction to take place. Sometimes the destruction by burning will proceed to a degree which results in almost complete combustion of the body. I'm, I don't believe that. I don't either. That's bullshit. You know why? What because else? this would happen way more she's often. sitting on. Yeah. It happened. And the stuff that she's often. sitting on would catch on fire and her whole house would burn down or the bare minimum there would be burns on the chair and on the And why one leg and not the other burn? The wall. Wouldn't all of her burn? Why is there so anything like all left? Of her would then? Disappear. I don't buy it. The shrinkage of the skull is so creepy. That's really creepy and sad. <sighs> okay. I just wanted to at least talk about that one because if you Mm-hmm. Google spontaneous combustion, you are nine times out of ten going to get her photo of the crime scene. I didn't look at pictures on purpose. Oh, I've I seen them all before. Nightmares. I remember them. I have two, and I'm trying to wipe them from my brain. <laughs> I'm going to say That's you like for some tonight. reason something that I know, something <laughs> that I really don't, I'm not okay with because I'm. I'm scared of that kind of stuff happening. Oh, my. I put all kinds of potions on my face at night. <laughs> 
like, oh my god, I'm gonna die because I want to look young forever. Because I don't can't afford the vampire treatment. Ah, uh, we will. We'll be able to. But I did just figure out that it's not terribly expensive, so maybe I can. We can do it. Maybe I can stop putting potions on my face and not combust. Yeah. We need to invest in science. Mm, I do love science. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh. are we going to talk about mysterious fires caused by ghosts? So. Gahots. We not only will be discussing what we just discussed. Humans. Humans. But I wanted to make sure we talked a little bit about just random shit that's spontaneously combusted. Because not just people can boost. Not just peeps. <laughs> Other things can boost, too. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. That's a scary thing. <laughs> it is. Do you want to switch off? Yeah, why not? You can you can kick it off. All right. So this is from 1954, The Hitchings Haunting. Yeah. In Battersea, London, the Hitchings family were terrorized for four months by an outbreak of fires and other phenomena like tapping and phantom fingers tugging on their clothes. That's disgusting. Really? Uh, most disturbingly, the hauntings seemed to focus on their 15-year-old daughter, Shirley. In one instance, Shirley's bed caught fire. That's horrible. In another, the spirit apparently dropped clothes on an electric cooker and turned it on even though the power to the appliance had been cut off. Wow, that's the like poltergeist. super poltergeist activity. Uh, the poltergeist named Donald even followed Shirley to work and frightened her co-workers. Finally, spiritualist Harry Hanks and held a seance in the home and the supernatural activity ceased. Can you imagine being not only terrorized by a ghost and by, like, some creepy fingers all over your stuff, but then having your shit catch on fire? Ugh. I'm mad at... I'm mad at Donald. Yeah, he's rude. Oh, that's awful. Very. Four months they mm-hmm. had to put up with that? That's so long. That's not okay. Jesus. Okay. The next one is Sasha K. He's a Ukrainian poltergeist boy, 1987. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. The residents of the village of, no idea how to say it, in the U- say it. Yena Kievo in the Ukraine there you go. became frightened of a young boy identified only as Sasha K. That's mysterious. Strange phenomena mm. had become, oh, sorry, had begun occurring around him, including several spontaneous fires, exploding light bulbs, and even a refrigerator turning <gasps> itself upside down. This kid is. Spooky. An X-Men. Um, when Sasha's <laughs> father suffered a nervous breakdown and panicking neighbors called the police, the boy was taken to Moscow and examined by a physicist, Dr. Adrian Kin. And he had two hmm. explanations for what is happening with Sasha. One, he's under possession by a spirit. Sasha K was emitting an energy that caused spontaneous fires to ignite gases in the environment. Or two... A poltergeist was responsible, and that's it. <laughs> Case closed. Oh, Sasha okay. K's uh, ultimate fate remains unknown. I need to know what happened to this kid. That is He's so nebulous. Studied somewhere. What? I don't like that. He's he was been locked away. I was gonna say he's been he's being studied. Jeez. He's used as a weapon now. How <laughs> wild! He could have been in like an energy was radiating out of him that could spontaneously make fire start he's being locked away he's a fire starter it's me mm-hmm. into it he's baby drew barrymore we should make shirts that say uh <laughs> free sasha k no one will get it <laughs> i want one <laughs> i want to figure i want to figure out what his 
what his story is where he is maybe we'll we should do Mm. that for patreon that will take a very long time we can do or no time at all because there will be nothing (laughs) tune in all right so the ghost fires of tarpon springs from 1952 a longtime residents of tarpon springs believed to be one of the most haunted places in florida claimed every year that when the wind came from the south fires would start in the same wooded area fires they claimed were set by a ghost in 1952 the ghost fire destroyed 2,000 acres of woodland between the community and the gulf of mexico and hundreds of citizens joined firefighting volunteers to prevent the blaze from destroying their homes fire investigators preferred to place the blame on an arsonist though no evidence was found and the fire's origins remain unproved well maybe then apparently california has a lot of ghosts Mm -hmm. we have many ghost fires and it sucks Mm mm-hmm true uh-huh, uh-huh. going outside today it smelled like a campfire because the winds shifted Ugh, and it was horrible Ugh, so sad agreed uh number seven is the willow hotel looks really cute yes, please mm-hmm. in the gold rush days of the mid-19th century jamestown california was known as the gateway to the mother load and the willow hotel held pride of place even though it appears to be haunted it's believed that a malevolent poltergeist has set fire to the historic landmark five times. The most notable was in 1985, when a mysterious blaze burned the building and destroyed nearby shops. Psychic investigators and those who've seen the apparition claim the poltergeist is the angry spirit of a miner who died in the collapsed gold mine below the hotel. The culprit Ugh. may also be one of the people who died in 1896 when a fire broke out in the town and nine occupied buildings were dynamited seems like a weird word to save the willow hotel <laughs> wow Nine by the way that place buildings is... were exploded to save the hotel <laughs> and they were occupied are you that joking seems... that whole place is haunted God. just so you know that place is like dead center like the same distance from your house uh as my house <gasps> is from there let's go let's, let's go let's meet there Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 I don't want to get a little secret rendezvous. Mm-hmm. Keep it safe. Keep it safe. <laughs> I want to go there. When we arrive, uh, well, mm-hmm. can we have um, fake names that we sign in at? Yes. Cool. Yes. I like it. I will be Betsy Ooh. from the Bell Witch <laughs> story. Who will you be? Mm, I guess. Can we just call you Bellwitch? What was her name? It was uh, Kate. I I think it was Kate. No, you are Bellwitch. That is your name. (laughs) BW. (laughs) BW. Win. Okay, number six is Wiley Farm from 1948. The Wiley Farm in Macomb. What, Willie? Okay, I'll say Willie. I don't care. Willie Farm it's in Macomb, Illinois. <laughs> I read it Wiley and earlier, but I, in my head was like, it should be Willie. Okay, I'll take it. So the Willie Farm in Macomb, Illinois, endured really hundreds of fires. Hundreds of fires in a hundreds, two-week ordeal. Hundreds which... in two weeks. Hundreds of fires in two weeks. So, like, you're waking up fire. Everywhere. You go to the bathroom, There's fire. fires. Everywhere is fires all the time. Eat an apple, fire. <laughs> Apples on fire. So this two-week ordeal 
which destroyed their home, two barns, and damaged the milk house. The inexplicable fires began as brown spots on the wallpaper, which burst into flames. In the following week, they extinguished more than 200 fires in the home, which wasn't wired for electricity, ruling out faulty wiring as a cause. The Willies willies, (laughs) moved into a makeshift tent just in time. The very next day, their house was destroyed in a blaze. The following day... Their first barn burned to the ground. An investigation by the state fire marshal yielded no explanation, although U.S. Air Force officials believe the fires might be caused by radio waves, radioactivity, or natural gas, or atomic energy. I that is, do not understand. I need to research this more. Nope. When nope, I read nope. that, I, I said know the more same about thing this. myself. Nope. I was like, nope. radio nope. waves and what? Atomic energy? This. What do you mean? Was this house was this house a subject for, for testing for that they weren't aware of? I don't understand. No, 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 no. We're we're two hundred and two weeks. I almost want to add that to the wheel. Seriously. I'm so irritated by this story. I that story too. upsets me. I don't me. like the brown spot okay. thing. What is that? Oh. Nobody likes brown like spots. spots on the walls. <laughs> or anywhere. Why is it so dirty? Where are these spots? Yuck. Wipe your pants. <laughs> okay, go. All right. The fire spook of Caldonia Mills. The Ooh. farm of Alexander McDonald in Caldonia Mills, Nova Scotia, became the setting for a series of unexplained fires and other poltergeist phenomena. The events were centered around the family's adopted daughter, Mary Ellen, mm. a disabled 16-year-old with the mental capacity of a 4-year-old. The incidents investigated oh. by Dr. Walter Prince of the American Physical Association, is that right? Included livestock mm-hmm. found locked in a barn with their tails braided together. Oh, no. a large number of fires of unknown origin in the farmhouse and an unseen assailant slapping witnesses on their arms. Dr. Prince believed Mary <laughs> Ellen did these things, but she wasn't responsible having been possessed by a discarnate intelligence. Oh, maybe... Bell Witch went to visit. Maybe. Uh, she would have had more to say. <laughs> I know. She's very talkative. Very, very talkative. <laughs> that's sad. Oh, okay. That's horrible. Number four. Damn it. Now I have to say this one. The Mithimbu fires in 2011. Uh, in Hopewell, near Thornville, South Africa, the Mithembu family's main home and their belongings were destroyed in the culmination of two weeks of terror inflicted by a mysterious entity. Incidents began when the mother, Mashoba, woke in her bed on fire and the mattress partially consumed. Oh More destructive fires occurred in the f- other four bedrooms. Even a house across the street belonging to their daughter caught fire. A firefighter even witnessed a fire starting spontaneously. None of the investigators could find an official cause. The fire, the final fire, raged out of control, couldn't be put out by volunteers, and burned down the main house. But fortunately, the family made it out in time. What? I hate that there are... Why the like, bed? I realize, I realize that we're reading, like, blurbs, but I want, I want links to these stories so that I can read more about Agreed. all of them. Agreed. Like the the firefighter witnessed a fire starting spontaneously, just like <laughs> fire. Alabama okay. fire mm. poltergeist. Calvin oh. Tuck, his wife, and six children suffered an ordeal by fire when their four room house, not wired for electricity, became the target of an apparent poltergeist. In a short period, fifty two fires were set. 
Some have it in no. front of eyewitnesses who said the fires were reddish in color and smelled like sulfur. That's not good. One of the strangest uh-uh. incidents was when a loaf of bread on a table straight up burst into flames. Hot bread. When the house was gutted by an uncontrollable fire, the Tucks moved to a new residence, but the fires continued. They left to occupy a third house. Five fires broke out on the first day and more followed. When their fourth house was plagued by fires, authorities coerced a confession from one of the children, though the, quote, confession was doubted by many witnesses, including police officers, firefighters, and reporters. Hmm. Sounds like they strong Okay, I looked it up because you reminded me of what the thing was that I remembered reading. So you said it smelled like sulfur. Yeah, that's super. That's Satan. Sulfur burns blue. Oh, okay. That's why I was saying, I was like, I know they read something that sulfur or that hell was depicted wrong. So if brimstone and like brimstone is supposed to be sulfury smelling, and these are like right? demon attacks. Yeah, uh huh. Fire and brimstone, sulfur, yeah. all that. Fire and brimstone. Yeah. So blue fire. Hell's depicted wrong. These people are all attacked by hellfire. They've made some demons angry. Mm-hmm. Not good. So that's all I wanted to share because I, I was like, I know I remember reading this somewhere. I'm crazy. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Beware of blue fire, guys. Yes, blue fire bad. A fire haunted Malaysian grandmother. That's a very weird thing to say. It's from 2011. Uh, in the village of Kota Baru, 78-year-old Zanaib Suleiman, a grandmother, found herself under attack in her own home by a rash of strange, spontaneous fires. There were over 200 in a short period, which many believe were caused by poltergeist or jinn. Uh, The fires targeted cloth items like clothing, prayer mats, and mattresses. Her problem became so well known in the area, an American couple on a tour visited the house to offer their help in exercising the spirit. The woman refused, and an Australian writer planned to visit her and and document the mysterious phenomena. At last, after efforts by a Thai medium and a group of local Ghostbusters failed to get rid of the poltergeist, a spiritualist master visited to chase the entity away, and the fires ceased. Scary. Jins scare me. Mm-hmm. Don't mess with jins. Nope. You just move. Get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. The Flat Rock Poltergeist, 1954. Mm-hmm. 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 Mike Parsons and his family's ordeal began when his wife found a dictionary smoldering in the wood box, while all the wood around it oh. remained unburnt. Next, a sack of sugar in the kitchen burst into flames. But the fire was uh, went out as soon as Mike touched the sack. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. That just, like, made me spit everywhere. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Mike. Oh, my goodness. Good for you. I drooled on myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. Don't do that. I had to. They've told me to. The fire demons told me I must. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> wow, that just happened. <laughs> Damn, Mike. <laughs> I'm cool okay. with what you do, but like, right out in the kitchen. Just keep, like, with everyone around. Keep that in the bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> bedroom stuff. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. Cool. Subsequent incidents <laughs> <laughs> included a doll 
spontaneously consumed by fire while it sat in the middle of the floor. <laughs> no thanks. I don't like Box that. catching fire and burning a groove in a chest of drawers and fires erupting in the corners of a bedroom without electricity or a fireplace. An oh, RCMP investigation ruled out deliberate arson but failed to find a cause. After a priest visited the house and performed a blessing, the fire stopped. The mm-hmm. Yeah, good to go now. You can go back to <clears throat> what he does. <laughs> Touching sex. <laughs> oh my god, that. Got consent. Always consent. Yeah, as long as it's cool, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> do we. Uh, what do we feel? How do we feel about this? What are our takeaways? I think. I think it's real. I, I mean, I don't real. know what is the cause. I don't think it's it's the base explanations that they say it is. I think the wick effect maybe affects some people, but I think that's too many people. Okay, so do we think spontaneous human combustion is real? Yes. Yes. Do we think it is more paranormal or more earth science based Mm, if there's blue fire I'm tempted to go with that's the head to moan Mm -hmm. I think it Mm -hmm. it sounds so paranormal to me I mean especially with nothing around them catching on fire just because we you and I have seen what fire does all it does is it continues to consume everything around it Californians at large can say that anybody on the West Coast right now can say like, uh, yeah, uh, fire eats everything. Yeah. I and just... if there's nothing there to stop it, the fire is going to continue to burn whatever is around it. It's searching for fuel constantly. It's just something about it is very strange. Like, I can't quite just say like, no, I think it has to have an explanation. I get like the wick effect. That makes sense. I'm fine with that. But the I don't think that's the case for everybody. What starts it, though? I get that that could be what happens once it starts, but I, why is it starting? Sure, okay, the wick effect, blah, blah. But their whole body is catching on fire, and yet still nothing around them is burning. Why don't they, like... Why? Why? Why don't I need they to know like, more. I, what I read, too, is a... It, one guy had his leg combust when he was... A, at his door like coming home from work and he survived and he said that um what he learned from it is water doesn't do anything in fact it made it worse and he said the only way he could put it out was uh smothering it on his leg which is creepy i don't like that water i get that some fires can't be put out by water and blah 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 but it sounds like an oil fire like or grease fire hmm Use a water, fu- uh, so for sulfur fire, do not use solid streams of water, which could create sulfur dust clouds and cause an explosion or to move burning sulfur to adjacent areas. Fire will rekindle until mass is cooled below 300 degrees Fahrenheit or 154 degrees Celsius. So, so if you have a, 
blue flames <laughs> start to come out of your body, don't jump in the shower or try to put it out with bugs water. <laughs> Suffocate yeah, it. Catch your shit on fire. Mm-hmm. You're gonna explode. Holy shit. Yeah, I don't know. All right, I don't know. I don't. I I think certain cases maybe are not supernatural, but I believe most of them are. I think so too. There's something supernatural at play here. Mm-hmm. At least for some of them. And then the ones with the like people's houses light on fire. That is one thousand percent like poltergeists, and they're not they're, brown spots. They're not cool. Mm-mm. Not cool. Especially when they're not wired for electricity. And what could their house possibly be made of to just be like, fire. Constantly? Yeah. I don't like that. And it's not just one house. Like, that one farmer had, like, a bunch of different buildings catch on fire. Yep. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. No cool. No cool. Well, we think it's real. What do you guys think? Are we full of shit? (laughs) Probably. I don't know. Eh. Maybe. Okay, well, what are we talking about next week? I'm scared to find out. I'm ready, though. Okay, play that ditty. Okay, Stardust Ranch. Did we talk about that? I'm assuming it's aliens. Mm-hmm. This is that super spoopy haunted house, like ranch. The the guy with the samurai sword. Oh, fun! Oh, Stardust Ranch. Here we come. Erica's gonna have nightmares for weeks. I love this one because the guy is so much fun. Stardust Ranchu. I'm excited. I'm down with this. It'll be good. Mm, this is this It'll is be gonna good. be a good time. It'll be good. Um, and in the meantime, Erica's going to add a Wiley or Willie Farm. <laughs> Willie Farm. Because there's a lot to talk about Sweet. There. That's exciting. Cool. We found a new topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go team. Mm-hmm. Go team. Yay. Cool. Well, I'm really excited about this. Oh, my God. I've been waiting for Stardust Ranch, like, pretty much since we started since you were doing born. this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's been almost two years since I've waited for this subject. Oh, my God. We could have picked it. It's fun. No. The wheel has spoken. I trust the wheel. The wheel hath hath spoken. <laughs> Question: Is the Stardust yes. Ranch in Spas? Parts of it might be in Spas. In Spas. I'm like, what's Stardust? To different dimensions. Stardust, Spas, Spas dimensions. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Because <laughs> we do science. A lot of science. <laughs> Yay! Cool, guys. Yay! Well, hope you guys enjoyed this spontaneous combustion. And you should join us next week when we talk about Stardust. Yay! Do it. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. It'll be good. It'll be good. Cool. Well, uh, oh, one final thing. If you guys are at all interested, and this should have been talked about a long time ago, and Bobby told us to talk about this before we even started. We were like, yeah, this is something we should definitely mention. If you are at all interested, we totally have merch, and it's actually really fun stuff. Yeah, we made it all ourselves. We spent, we spent so much time trying to put together actual quality items, so you can definitely check that out in our episode uh, description. We have a link there, or you can go to our website, nightguyspod.com, 
And there's a link to our merch store there. It's through Threadless, yep. though. So if you search on Threadless, Night uh, guys, you'll find you us. will find us there, too. Do so it. Definitely check that out if you want to rock some merch. We have some really random stuff on there. So not just our normal logo. Yeah. There's no. all kinds we of fun things that we've designed. <laughs> mind creations. <laughs> they are most excellent. And we are always adding more stuff. Yep. yep. Can't stop. Mm-hmm, won't stop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Never. <laughs> we will not. It's actually been our dream since we were much, much younger before the podcast, before podcasting was ever a thing. Erica and I tried to open up a t-shirt store. We even had like a business yep. license and everything. This is our love child. And then we never got past that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so buy our shit. Please. Because we've been basically trying to make it since we were like 19. Agreed. <laughs> we think you'll enjoy it. It's so go luck at so least. So sad. Go check it's it so out. true. Thank yeah. you. All right. <laughs> well, this is the Night Guys podcast. I'm Liana. I'm Erica. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b